today we're going to talk about revenge bedtime procrastination. And if I know you well as my listener, you likely are dealing with this on a daily basis. More than more times than not, you probably are not getting enough sleep, the amount of sleep that you need. And we want to talk about some ways for you to defeat revenge bedtime procrastination. But first, if you have not already, we are going to be talking about the five habits of, for the Body Habit Rescue Program, the five habit areas. And I have a free workshop coming up for you on September 19th at 11 a.m. The replay is available. You just won't be able to participate in the Q&A portion, but it's called the Five Habit Framework Workshop. And I talk about the five specific areas we dig into with the Body Habit Rescue Uh, Wellness is a lot of areas and I have chosen specific habits because I think as you grow those habits, you're really getting into the roots of your health and your long-term wellness for longevity, for wellness goals, all of those things. And I'm going to get into those habit areas on September 19th. So run, do not walk, go sign up fitwithmommylou.com slash five habit framework and or just go to fitwithmommylou.com and up in the menu, I think it says free workshop or free free five habit framework workshop. Click on that, opt in, and you'll get the details on how to participate on September 19th. I hope to see you there. It's also going to be, I'm going to talk about the the body habit rescue. We're going to be launching that the next week. And so if you want to participate in either, either of those, I definitely recommend to at least opt into the September 19th workshop so that you can also get the details about Body Habit Rescue. I also will have some bonuses if you do attend and do register early, you will get to opt in on some of the offers that I, the extra offers I have coming up for Body Habit Rescue. So enough of that. I want to get into today's topic. And today's episode is about sleep loss and sleep deprivation. It's way too common. Just add on to that revenge bedtime procrastination. It Revenge bedtime procrastination, a little bit of background is named for ultra busy people who were going to bed later and later. Can you empathize? Do you understand? <laughs> they want to own part of their day. They, it's their, it's my time. It's mommy time. It's when you've been working overtime, whether you've been working as mom, working at work, whatever position that you're, you're handling. And there's finally time where there's none of that. And you think, yes, now is my time to veg out, to eat snacks, to watch shows, all those things. And it gets deeper and deeper into the night, creeps into your, your sleep And it eventually snowballs into sleep deprivation and sleep loss over time. Sleep loss is the most common basic issue I see in women that I work with. It adds on to the already stressful season of motherhood and work. And I want to help you get some tools to defeat revenge bedtime procrastination so you can get a full night's sleep. Let's dive in. Hey mama, are you way too busy to figure out what you actually need for your health? Do you want to make sustainable progress in your health goals while also feeling at peace with your body? Maybe you just feel stuck. 
You dread getting dressed in the morning because, well, nothing fits anymore. Hey, I'm Lou, and wherever you are, we're going to love your body to health. As a mom, wife, and trainer, I like to debunk popular culture to help you find research-based, sustainable habits. We're moving out of overwhelm and into empowerment. Wherever you are, fill up that water bottle, lace up those shoes, because we're about to move your health. Let's catch up, friend. Guys, I love a great Netflix show. That is my wind down. It is my treat, it is my ice cream, my mental ice cream. And because I also love ice cream. But uh, these days I'm watching Call the Midwife. And I love it because my mom's British. I think I've mentioned that on the show before. My mom is British and that side of my family is British. My auntie is, is British and she and my auntie and my mom went to nursing school in the 60s in England. My auntie is actually Jamaican, but uh, they went to nursing school together. That's how they met. And it called the midwife kind of gives me that scenery, the environment that they were in. Uh, it was more based in the 40s and 50s, so just before them, but I get a good idea, and I think my mom says it's a pretty similar kind of story, so I'm really into that show, loving that show right now, And um, but really any Netflix show is is my jam, and Revenge Bedtime Procrastination definitely can creep in on those long days where I have not had breaks, and I just want my mental ice cream. It definitely was plaguing me during my early baby years or even before baby, just overworking, constantly trying to get something done in those wee hours where I had kind of silence and calm around me. And in the early baby years, we had two children under two years old. I was learning motherhood. I had transitioned to full-time at home. I couldn't keep to I uh, couldn't seem to get a handle on sleep. And I just, I just empathize with everyone who is doing this revenge bedtime procrastination. It's revenge on the day is saying, I, I don't feel like I own my time except for right now. And I completely understand. When my youngest child came, it was the first thing I decided to tackle. And it was just trying to get to bed early like extra early, because I knew that I wasn't going to get enough sleep through the night. Sleep when the baby sleeps, I did the best I could with that. And all the things, all the things about moms getting sleep, I was after it with my, my youngest. And I started to realize that my brain functioned so much better when I was sleeping. My days were less stressful when I was sleeping. Things were just, the the sun was out, the birds were chirping, life had color. There were so many pieces that kind of came together when I had a full night's sleep and I didn't have the guilt of, of getting up later than I wanted to or going to bed later than I wanted to, all the things. And so I just want to, to, to share a little bit about what I started to do in those times. And the first thing is that it all comes down to mindset. And one of the pieces that I've started to understand is I need to find ways to wind down and have my mental ice cream essentially at another time of the day, not right before bed. And one thing you may think I'm crazy, you probably have all sorts of feedback about the the situation as I describe it in just a second. But when I watch a show during my shower in the evening, it is the perfect setup. I love it. 
that is the the most fantastic situation. I prop my phone in a corner of the, the shower that doesn't get wet and I watch a show or just kind of listen to it in the background as I shower. It's fantastic. That is my wind down time. And it's not so late that I'm not able to enjoy it, that there's chaos going on, or that I feel like I'm, I'm having to hoard my quiet moments. Also a mindset piece is that it might just be that this is a season and a moment in time. It may feel like it's going to be a long moment, but it's just a moment. If you have young kids that you are having to help put to bed, that you're having to do all the the meal prep and feeding and all the different things, then just understand and and giving yourself some grace and, and some room to say this is a moment in time. And really just allowing yourself to say, I'm going to have to be a little bit more disciplined and cut off a little bit more in the evenings so that I can be alive during my times with my family, alive during my work time so that my work doesn't bleed into other other parts of the day. My family time is, is a positive uh, time. Sleep affects everything. So really just saying that this is going to create some discipline so that so that I can have positive interactions with the rest of my life. Sleep will make your days better. And you really want to find times for things that you enjoy or that you love or that you miss. It's really important to schedule these things in, not at bedtime, but other times of the day. Phone calls to to family or treats or going out or watching a show in the shower. <laughs> you still you can steal that idea. But any of those things that we enjoy or that we love or that we miss, definitely don't put them off to the last thing. Schedule those first. Those are essential, fundamental in our lives, and we really want to be sure that we are not using that precious bedtime, precious sleep time to fulfill something that's actually a much bigger need that needs to be more intentionally placed throughout the day. The second idea is to figure out your bedtime routine, exactly what it takes for you to be available to go to bed on time. And once you once you start to figure that out, name a time that is your bedtime, but that's not it. That's not where it stops. You have to completely gut and declutter around that bedtime. So what are all the things that have to happen for you to be in bed with the lights off at that bedtime? There are probably, you feel like there are a thousand things. And I would say, start stepping back one bit at a time. 15 minutes before your bedtime, what are you doing? 30 minutes before your bedtime, what are you doing? 45 minutes from your bedtime, what are you doing? As you start to hash these things out, you'll start to see where things start to bleed and and there are roadblocks in your evening. You might have to eat earlier. We definitely eat pretty early in our day, in our afternoon. I try to make sure that we're, we're ready to eat somewhere between 5.45 and 6. I notice it's very obvious. If we're sitting down after six o'clock, our lives are pretty chaotic uh, through the rest of the, the evening and we all end up going to bed later and later. Also, my, my older kids, 
particularly they need to be upstairs and in the shower by 7.15. If we are after that point, once again, everything gets pushed back. Everybody wants to play. Everybody's so tired that they have no self-control and really are not able to function to get themselves into bed. I need to be taking a shower about 6.45. So really that early dinner time is really important for me to be able to get my shower in before the chaos of children and getting them ready for bed comes. So just kind of think through that, absorb that. And what are the pieces, the big pieces of the puzzle that need to be done before you are really just in a place, a mindset of, of bedtime. Between eight and nine in our house, there really is not much happening. And I may do a little bit of work, but that leads me to my, my third point, And that is put a boundary around your work. You have to stop earlier, or you have to have a timer that makes you stick to the times that you lay out. If you're working after hours, one, you're not getting paid for those hours. I guarantee you, does not matter if you are salary or hourly, whatever it is, you're not getting paid for the extra time that you put into your work. So just think about what is it taking from your life? Is it taking your sleep? Is it taking your energy? Is it taking your attitude, your ability to function for your family, your ability to take care of your health? It's really important to take to put a boundary around work, not just to keep it it out of the place, but also to work better in the time that you're working so that your work is not socializing or it's not spent, you know, doing tasks that you really don't need to be doing, that you have a priority in work and that you're there to get things done. So putting those boundaries around work is going to not only preserve your health and your sleep and all the other things, but also it will help you work better and help you work with the idea that there's non-work time coming. So your family time is your family time, your sleep time is your sleep time, and your work time is your work time. Understand and have those boundaries. And the fourth thing, and this is going to be hard, but it's great in the beginning and the rewards are going to help you keep doing it. If you can, start going to bed earlier than you need to. Much earlier than you need to if you can, but most, most of us can't. But 30 minutes to an hour earlier than you need to, if you can start going to bed earlier, it will you will start to see the rewards and reap the rewards very quickly because all the up and down with children, through the night or uh, whatever it is that gets in the way of of getting to bed on time you're kind of fighting for that bedtime and that sleep duration is going to happen regardless so if you if you try to go to bed like 30 minutes earlier than you normally would then likely you're going to be in bed and asleep at the right time by the right time to be able to get a full night's sleep Try it. Let me know what you think. I would love to hear from you. All of that to say, please come let me know how all this is going. I'm giving you a lot of tips in these these podcasts. If you want to join in with the community, facebook.com slash groups slash body habit rescue. We are all there. 
just reach out. Also, it's also in the notes. Come hang out, respond to the posts, and let me know how I can support you, okay? Please, once again, join me September 19th at 11 a.m. fitwithmommylou.com slash five habit framework. And I hope to see you soon. Till then, let's move. Thank you so much for listening. If it was helpful to you, please pass to a friend or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Your reviews are so supportive to me and to others. I read every one. Until next time, let's move, friend.